How's it going, guys? Uh, welcome to episode number 18 of the Studio 7 Fitness Podcast with your host, myself, uh, Michael Lindsay. Um, it's been a few weeks since I posted. It was probably before uh, Christmas at this stage. Um, so a lot of the reasons being it was... Um, I was mainly focused on recovery, really, um, with the injury, and we'll go through that a little bit in a second. Um, and also, you know, resting the mind, um, trying to keep the business running and keeping the business afloat, which was the priority. But um, back to it, um, into a new year, and going to focus a little bit more on myself and my own health, which is um, the topic of today's podcast. So um, I've named it Your Health Really Is your wealth and I found that out firsthand and we're going to break that down for you uh, in a little bit um, now what I was kind of I did one on reflection I think a couple of podcasts ago um, and I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts um, I was listening to the one from Jerry Hussey um, a couple of days ago he was on with uh, Carl Henry um, amazing if you haven't listened to it get on the Carl Henry um uh, podcast sharpish um, an amazing half an hour that will um you know definitely shift your mindset um, and also I was listening to some um, some mind valley stuff as well um with vision Lakani and you know that was you know there's a couple of um, people talking about it and it's about you know kind of repercussions um for you know health you know health problems or um, not looking after your health so to speak so um there's always there's just physics really the the, the whatever action there's going to be a reaction now sometimes that reaction um could be down the line so for example if you've you've smoked for 30 years um or you know you've been eating processed food for a long time um you know, you might not think, oh, I'm young, you know, worry about that later on. But those are having repercussions and they will have repercussion 100 percent. They'll have some effect as you get into your later years <clears throat> that will eventually, you know, maybe lead to, um, you know, your demise, unfortunately. So um, there's always going to be a repercussion at some stage. So, um, you know, and and what people tend to say is um, and I think, um, you know, Jerry kind of mentioned it as well is that we need to be more proactive um, in dealing with our own health because of the top couple of answers, if you ask the question, what do you want to be in life? A lot of people say, you know, healthy and happy or the other way around, happy and healthy, but the same thing. But then you ask them, okay, you know, what are you doing each day, each week, each month to look after your health? And then there's a bit of silence because um, people want something, but they just kind of expect um you know life doesn't just happen they they expect it just life is supposed to just happen and our path is set out um now to a degree i i, I kind of agree with our path etc is you know could be planned out but in regards to we don't really have a control of that we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or today but what we do have control over is the choices we make in regards to our health on a daily basis so you know there's no point saying yeah i want to be happy and healthy and then you know eat a load of processed food all the time and don't move don't exercise smoke drink take drugs whatever it is because that's going to have a repercussion and that will lead to your life being shortened 100 percent um so it's it's that we need to get a grasp of guys is is to have that we have a choice 
every day we have a choice of what goes into our mouths what goes into our mind if you every day and i've stopped what i've stopped looking at the news for the last few years yeah things pop up and stuff on um on your facebook etc but um i don't buy papers anymore um i don't you know i used to go on sky news and stuff and look at that but like all it is is doom and gloom so if you just keep feeding yourself with that into your brain that's that doom and gloom is going to become your default setting um and it's going to be very uh, very difficult for you to find the positive in things and, and you think life is oh that's it you know we're screwed Trump's uh, doing whatever and Brexit or whatever it is you just get bogged down in, in this despair and this you know you know the world is a bad place but it's, it's you know there's actually a beautiful place with a lot of beautiful people in it um, so we just need to be you know more conscious of that and 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 we're the reason we're different from animals um is because we can make that choice. We have the reasoning part. You know, we can teach other people. We can provide service for other people. Um, you know, these are amazing things. We're human beings are amazing. Um, you know, amazing. You know, things, and we have a huge potential that we don't realize a lot of the time. So, um, you know, it's very important that we get uh, switch the mindset and say, you know, life just doesn't happen to you. You know, you can you know direct yourself on a healthy path um and you know it comes down to you at the end of the day you know all these food companies are very 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 good marketing strategies <clears throat> you know like coca-cola and people like that they they have seen all their adverts for coke and diet coke they're all um they're all made to made to kind of feel good stuff Do you know the the diet coke break with the guy with the shirt off mowing the lawn and the girls like swooning over him Do you know that's makes people smile makes people so they're getting a correlation in your brain that coke is a positive thing it's a happy thing to drink and we all know well, if you don't know you should know that it has a huge detrimental effect on 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 the body um even the diet stuff so but they're very cute. I remember actually, just to tell you a little story, I was doing a talk actually a few years back now and myself and a colleague of mine, uh, Dr. Sheila Ryan, who I'm hopefully going to get on the podcast very soon. So excited about that. Um, she's a psychotherapist. Um, and we were doing talks together and we, uh, about stress management and, um, you know, did the talk. Um, a guy came up to me at the end of the talk and he said, really enjoyed it. You know, I was, I was, you know, agree with you, everything you said about uh, nutrition. He said, just, you know, interestingly, he said, I work for Coca-Cola and I'd mentioned Coke um, in the presentation along with Red Bull and other stimulants, things like that. And he said, it's funny because we're coming back into this room next week, he said, and they're going to be telling us how we tell other people. So he was obviously in the sales that it's not the sugar in Coke that's bad. You know, so they were trying to get their salespeople to change the narrative or basically lie <laughs> to the customers in order to increase sales. So that's what we're dealing with in regards to that. And he also told me it's, it's very interesting and I'm very fascinated by the whole supermarket thing. And because I knew a guy actually who was a manager in a supermarket and he told me like things are positioned on certain spaces and, and you know, people have to pay more to be on eye level in regards to their products. And, you know, <clears throat> and there's a reason why. For you to get to, I'd uh, probably pretty much the same. I'd say for all stores, but for the one in Kalani, say you're going in for I don't know tea bags or whatever coffee, you have to go to right to the back of the store. Like you have to walk a few hundred meters, maybe longer, to get there. Um, and then while you're doing that, you have all these offers and two for ones and donuts in your face and all this type of stuff. And the biscuits and all the sweets are right next to where the coffee and tea is. 
they know what they're doing. So yeah, this marketing stuff, but do you remember a few years ago when they put the names of people on the Coke bottles? Do you remember that? That's just genius. That is genius. I'm, I'm afraid that fellow who came up with that, or that girl who came up with that idea, you know, give, give that person a raise. Um, because the people were looking for their own name. I need to get my name, uh, you know, on the, they were looking and, and they were buying. So, you know, that's, you know, that's what they feed into. You see, they feed into <clears throat> happiness, smiling and kind of get that correlation when they advertise. So we need to be very careful with with that. I was also listening to a uh, guy called James Clear. So if you haven't heard of him, he, um, he wrote an amazing book called uh, Atomic Habits. So tiny changes, remarkable results. Um, so, and he made a, a good point, which I haven't really kind of thought about it like that. So in regards to habit um, formation, it, the reason it's quite tough is like to, the reward from a bad habit is quite quick. You know, if you have a chocolate brownie and ice cream, you know, you're going to get, you know, is it a bad response you're going to get? No, it's going to be, mm, this is lovely. <laughs> I'm partial to one myself. But the reason why people tend to fall off the wagon with with making positive changes like for example um starting a training regime now i tell i tell clients you know it's going to be a little bit of tenderness um the first week um even if you're doing some light stuff you know if they've never really done much before so that first week or two is going to be very tough for them you know so that's why kind of falling off the wagon so to speak happens quite regularly because the reward of there is you know, is more of a long-term thing. So they're struggling for those first couple of weeks and they're sore and they're tired and um, they're not really benefit. You know, you're not going to look in the mirror after a week at the gym and you've never been there and see any changes. You're not going to see any changes. You know, it's three months down the line, it's six months down the line. It's, so it's long-term, whereas people want the quick fix, people want the results tomorrow or yesterday. <clears throat> um, however, uh, the reward for good habits like you know when you give up smoking you know week to week you know month to month there is going to be you'll start to feel less you know your lungs will feel better and so on but initially um you know the positive response of having a cigarette for someone who's a smoker that release of those kind of hormones that make them feel good or they think it's calming them down as well which it is and it's doing the opposite but you know that's that reward is very instant it's instant to a bad habit However, you know, from stopping smoking is harder to do. It's a better habit to, to get to, but it's a harder one to get. So people tend to not be able to do it. So that's a nice way of thinking of it. So, yeah, definitely check out Atomic uh, Habits there. So, um, you know, in just in regards to my own uh, health, and I did a bit of reflection on it recently on the on the, the second podcast before, um, or second last one to this one, so to speak, and obviously being people who are self-employed or people just generally who seem to be working constantly you know um you know it's it's this kind of mentality not that I particularly choose to do it but sometimes I feel I have to is you know working you know grinding grinding and you get the results but it's actually kind of working a bit smarter or a bit or giving recovery time to myself and rather than trying to you know fit everyone in or, or take out my own stuff and, and workouts which and um, I had stopped doing um, and given myself a bit of time and then I fell back into um, you know long days long hours not sleeping enough so I was kind of practice not practicing what I preach so to speak and you know just said oh you know my mentality at the time was oh sure as Christmas is coming um, you know I'll have two weeks off then it'll be grand so 
Um, now, obviously, I'm not putting it that down 100% to why I ruptured my Achilles tendon, but you know, I think it was definitely a contributing factor. Um, I had stopped doing any kind of yoga or stretching, and um, you know, I mean, obviously, there's a lot to do with me being in my late 30s. I'm still hanging on to late 30s. Um, the big 4-0 coming up this year, but um, uh, and probably I'd be played football for over 30 years. You know, there's going to be, you know, I'm no longer a 17 year old, unfortunately, even though I think I am when I'm running around uh, chasing after them uh, on on the pitch. But um, I was. Um, you know, as I said, my my tendons and my muscles have been gone through 30 years of football, so it's different as someone who's younger who's not had that stress and strain. So there's a few contributing factors, but definitely I think my recovery and my rest, um, I wasn't getting in, I wasn't really getting that time away from work, even though ironically playing football or training was my kind of a de-stress and my, my, my time away from work. Um, however, you know, that kind of backfired in a fairly big way. But... Um, you know, your your health definitely is your wealth and, and I literally, literally is your wealth because, you know, I was, you know, I was um, losing money. Um, now we managed, uh, you know, the help, you know, a couple of lads, you know, Aaron and, and um, in regards to some instructors uh, who, who kind of did a bit more for me and, and helped me out and uh, Alan Devan popped in as well and he did a few bits for me. So everyone kind of pulled together, which was, which was great. Um, and, you know, lots of, you know, lifts from members and clients. So, you know, they're amazing as well. And, and um, you know, so it's a very difficult period, probably the most difficult probably uh, in, in the last while anyways. Um, I couldn't take anyone new, new clients on, even though people were trying to get into me. But, um, you know, I had to kind of clear the diary for a week or two at the beginning. But, you know, you kind of adapted and, um, I was able to take some regulars and talk them through it, etc. But you know, it definitely was your wealth because I was losing money from it and just scraped through by the end of the year, paying all your, you know, your income tax was due and all the other bits and bobs. So, um, you know, it made me realise that okay, um, probably competitive football is time to hang up the boots, um, which is hard because it's it's kind of saying the end of a chapter, end of that life, which has kind of been been my life, should we say. For a lot of it, um, it was always something that I did. It was always something I was fairly good at. And it was just, at the time when I was younger, it was kind of the only thing I thought I was good at. But now I know I'm good at other things. And um, and I have kind of, you know, uh, I provide service for people and help people. And <clears throat> I know that's um, uh, a good thing as well. So, um, so just in regards to um a principle that i came across i mentioned it i think in some faqs there a while back but um i'll just go over it again and it's just about adding recovery into your day which is very important um and we call it the principle of oscillation do you know like you see in a hospital you have the up and down you know with that machine um you know is is doing your heart your heartbeat so it's up and down and but it's not a good sign if it's a flat line is it so we don't want that <clears throat> but um what we're trying to say with the principle of oscillation is throughout the day there's peaks and troughs it's very very difficult to maintain a level of focus for the whole day you know eight hours or seven hours it's not going to happen your brain just won't be able to compute it you know you'll start nothing will start to go in and then plus when you get home you're going to be um you know wrecked and you're not going to be very um, functional uh, with your family, your partner, your friends, your kids, whatever it is. So you're going to be struggling um, big time with that. So the sports psychologist, a guy called Jim Lure, 
Um, and he was talking about the principle of oscillation and how, you know, and I talked about it yesterday in my IGTV um, about how precious time is. Obviously, yeah, time, <clears throat> time is time is the most precious commodity we have. However, what we do with that time is the key. So it's not just about time management. You hear time management thrown around the whole time, um, but it's, uh, it's energy management is the important thing. Energy is the key and how how we use our best energy we have possible at that particular time that enables us to you know be successful and become extraordinary and do and do and do crazy things <clears throat> and do great things and a lot of the most successful people in the world have structure to their day where they add in recovery time morning in the afternoon or you know maybe you know at certain times of the day and we'll go through how it's kind of broken down in a second um you know it's not like you know we're spending you know, you're spending time with your family in the evening. Okay, what are you doing in that time? Are you stuck on your phone? Are you watching Netflix and they're just sat beside you? Or are you actually engaging with them and playing with them? Or, you know, engaging with your partner, um, you know, talking about their day, um, not just sat there staring at a screen. So it's important about the energy you put into the time that you have, so to speak. So basically the principle of oscillation is periods of energy expenditure followed by periods of energy recovery. So... You know, in order to be fully engaged with life, should we say, at times when it matters the most, we need to be able to switch mode from like, you know, going in hard on a task and then breaking away and giving ourselves enough downtime to recharge. So it's kind of like your iPhone, you know, it goes down probably too much, too quickly. Um, I have an iPhone as well, so I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Um, so we just need to charge that up as well. So or else the battery is going to run dead. And that's a good a metaphor for life really if we're going to be running 100 percent all day that battery is going to die and and we're going to shut down so to speak <clears throat> um so you know we need to be able to recharge our system and then return you know and when you go back to a task again it could be the same task you want to finish it off it could be a new task you'll be full of energy and more focused you know you people get that three o'clock slump if they're working nine to five um, and then they need some kind of stimulant then to get them through those last couple of hours. Do you know, if you added in some kind of recovery during the day, it doesn't have to be long things, you know, short bouts, and we're going to go through some ideas um, in a little bit, but, you know, um, and then refocus and then come back out uh, and that type of thing. So, um, you know, so no, energy, as I said, is, is important, and energy's definition is basically the capacity to do work. Um you know, nothing would ever get done or completed without energy. Nothing. Um, so if you want to be kind of a peak performer in an area of your life, um, you have to find out ways to renew your energy. And that's the most important for is renewing your energy throughout the day, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. You know, our, our, our body's energy systems work best and we turn them on really brightly. So if you think about like a 100 watt, light bulb or a 500 watt light bulb and you switch it on how bright is that going to look it's going to look pretty bright and that's how we want to do when we, when we switch on we want to turn on as brightly as we can um it could be for an hour 90 minutes they normally say any more um you know you can lose focus so going for a task for an hour or 90 minutes really go hard it could be studying for an exam it could be doing um uh, a spreadsheet for the boss whatever it is but go hard on it go hard on it and then as 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 big as you're as kind of hard as you're going on it do the same when you turn it off so you switch off the light bulb and you recharge your batteries um you know 
things like can be as small as during your commute, like turning off your mobile phone or um, anything else that keeps you mentally engaged. Uh, listen to some relaxing music, um, you know, those type of things, like particularly on your way home from work. So, you know, when you get home, you know, you're going to get a, that renewable energy to spend with your, your family and things like that. So turn it on as brightly as you can. Remember that light bulb. That's a good way to think about it. Go hard on the task and then turn it off again. So if you do this frequently throughout the day um, and the, the psychologist, Jim Lowe, he recommended about 90 minute intervals. So full on energy and then a period of recovery. So that's what the oscillation is. It's up, down, up, down. Um, you know, there's been loads of studies on it. Um and he was talking about these 42 studies where one in four people were fully engaged. So 75% are not bringing their best energy to the table. There's only one in four people who feel fully engaged um, in those studies. So, um, you know, why is this? A lot of the time, for one, one, um, not enough energy in the bank to give all professionally and in your personal life. There's just not enough energy in there. And then there's number two would be more poor man, uh, energy management skills. So people just don't know how to renew their energy. You know, so so for full engagement, you you need not just the physical, but you need the emotional, mental, spiritual, and that's not not just in work because you need to have that energy at home, um, you know, rather than just getting home and slumping on the couch for the night. You know, you know, there, there's other people then your partner and your kids are going to miss out on the best version of you because you're wrecked. But if you if you throughout the day, if you got your little bit of, it could just be a matter of you know, taking a few deep breaths for a couple of minutes after those 90 minutes. It could be taking a walk to the other side of the building. It could be going around the block. It could be going for a quick, um, you know, sit down in the in the canteen or just a little bit of a, a downtime. Whatever it is, they don't have to be long periods. You know, you don't have to go off or tell the boss, I'm going out for an hour there. Um, you know, there can be a few minutes, but, um, you know, if I compare it to like an athlete, do you know where an athlete gets an off-season? So they'll have a season, like, say, a soccer player or a football player. They'll do their training. Um, they'll have their season, competitive season, and then have an off-season for a couple of months where they can renew their energy and uh, heal any injuries and things like that. Unfortunately, we don't all have the benefit of being professional sports people. So we don't, you know, you might get those couple of weeks off every year, you know, to go on your holidays or whatever, but um, we don't have an off-season. So it's all day, every day, every year, all the way through until you retire and you hear a lot of that people don't you people retire and then they kind of get sick then and then sometimes kind of get chronic conditions um because they've worked all their lives this stress this adrenaline and stress hormones cortisol has been rushing through their body fight or flight maybe for 40 50 years not giving enough um uh, renewal or recovery and then the body starts to shut down <clears throat> so that's all we want to avoid. So that kind of bad nutrition, but you know, not exercising, not sleeping, um, you know, not being able to mentally focus, that'll only deepen that deficit in your energy. So, uh, you know, if you want that, you know, extraordinary life, if you want to make that shift, you need to you not know, say you have to find ways to renew uh, your energy. So both physically, emotionally, mentally and spiritually, guys. So it's very, very important. I also know the analogy of um, the uh, the sprinter versus the marathon runner. So <clears throat> we've always heard that saying, haven't we? Like life is a marathon, it's not a sprint. However, you know, you kind of disagree with that. Um, and this is what the where the principle of oscillation comes in. Um, you know, what does a marathon runner look like when they finish a race? 
Yeah, they look pretty wrecked, don't they? They're about to fall over, collapse. <clears throat> Whereas you look at Usain Bolt or somebody when they win the 100 metres, they're bouncing around. They could, you know, sprinting around the track. They're happy out. So, you know, what Jim Lure, he, the, the psychologist he was talking about, and his, his quote was, life is not a marathon. It's a series of sprints. And I find that very interesting. And I agree because, you know, the difference being like 100 metres, you can see the finish line, can't you? You, you, know, you know it's 100 metres away. Whereas the marathon run is twenty six uh, over twenty six miles away, so you're you don't see you can't see the finish. So you know I like that analogy, and that fits in with the oscillation because you know you go hard on your sprint for your task and whatever work thing or calling the bank manager, whatever it is that that task you need to do, you go hard on that for um, you know whatever time frame an hour an hour and a half. Then take you a little bit of a that's your sprint. Take a bit of recovery, and then you're ready. Um, you're ready to kind of sprint again. So, you know, um, use 100% of your energy to get to to that goal and then to take a breather. Um, and, um, you know, you have to, you know, are you working yourself to death? Is I mean, that's, um, you know, that's that's a, a real question. You know, a lot of people, I think, are. Um, no, I work myself to injury <laughs> for sure. Um but if I, you know, keep on doing that for year after year, there's, as I said, cause and effect. You know, there's going to be a ramification of, of that at some stage, and it did happen to me. So, you know, that's, you know, I, you know, I have to kind of work on that. Um, so, there's a good Chinese proverb that I saw before, and it's like, tension is who you think you should be, relaxation is who you are. Interesting. <laughs> so relaxation, you know, simulating that parasympathetic nervous system here, we need to tap into that more. That's our body's natural state of uh, calm and relaxation, whereas your flight or fight is your sympathetic nervous system. So that's your natural body's kind of fight or flight or freeze. It's that kind of reaction um, to a threat or sometimes a imagined threat or a perceived threat. It could be something in your mind that's caused that, that reaction to happen. So um but they're the differences. So we need to get the balance right. You need a little bit of stress in there, guys. So you need a bit of stress to get anything done. Or you would never get anything done, but not too much. So, um, you know, focus in. There's a little bit about stress of getting a, a work thing done. And then you, you, you stimulate the other part of the nervous system, your parasympathetic, where you get your recovery in, a bit of breathing, have a walk around the block, get out into nature and the sunshine, get some vitamin D into you, that type of thing, um, and then move on to the next task. Um you know, and that, 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 that working yourself to death, you know, you know, as I said before, people might be working 40, 50 years, um, you know, and a lot of people are not engaged, not just in their jobs, but in their home life, you know, people tend to be kind of afraid to run out of, run out of steam. So they don't really give as much as they could do, particularly at home. So, um, there is actually, interestingly enough in Japan, there's stress related deaths from overworking are so normal and they're like the most common place in society that there's actually a name for it. I think it's uh, Kiroshi, I think it's called. So it's actually a name they're given to stress related deaths from overworking. So it happens so much, um, you know, and there's a, a, a term used in the book by Maria Namath, the energy of money. And the word was busy holism. <laughs> So that's by M M Maria Namath, uh, The Energy of Money, and a term used in it is called busy holism. <laughs> it's the idea that sometimes people who feel the need to work all the time because they need the money, um, you know, we need to work, work, work as many hours as I can, you know, 100 hour weeks because I need the money. But 
you know, more accurately they're addicted to the, that kind of buzz or that kind of ke- neurochemical, <coughs> excuse me, that those chemicals in the brain that produce that um, that adrenaline, they kind of get off that buzz. It's kind of like the, the thing you get from, I don't know, gambling or whatever it is. It's that kind of um, release of that energy. Um you know, and it's, it's it used to be the the narrative from entrepreneurs. You know, you know, grind, grind, grind. You know, you know, you know, work as many hours as you can. Blah blah blah. But it's not just that. It's 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 kind of turned now. It's okay. We need to work a bit smarter. Um, we need better business. Um, we need to maybe eradicate things that are taking up too much of our time and not giving us much of our results. Um, so it's that balance, that kind of 80-20, you know. Um, there's some things that are taking 80, 80% of your time, but they're only giving you 20% of the yield. So we need to flip that. We need to be more productive with our time. And that's where this oscillation comes in. We need to be more productive with the time we're given. So remember, energy management, guys, not time manager. Um, so last little bit, we're just going to go through uh, 10 points about, you know, maybe mindful mastery in the workplace. OK, and then we'll uh, finish there for the day. So we'll just run through them one to 10 and we'll see, uh, see if you can take some take homes from it. So number one, I want you to take five, say five to 30 minutes each morning to be quiet and to meditate. Even if that means getting the Calm app, which I have and I, I do most mornings, or even just 20 box breaths, belly breaths, whatever you want to call it, but just sit and be quiet and meditate. Um, you know, even gazing out the window, listening to sounds of nature, whatever it is, just take a little bit of time to be silent before you plug in to the world and give yourself out to you know the rest of the universe. I always preach about that first hour and last hour of the day. Make them yours. Nobody else's. That's for you. You know, not on your phone, not on your tablet, not watching Netflix. Um, this is for you to maybe set your intentions the night before for the following day so you have a structure. People who are successful when they have structure in their day, okay? So that's the first bit. Number two, especially on these winter mornings, while your car is warming up, um, take those minutes to focus on your breath. So you know that time, it might take three or four minutes for the car to heat up or the ice to uh, you might have the ice but it might still be steamy so you wonder you're probably going to be on your phone and you'll be like checking facebook or instagram or something so instead of that turn that off put that away and just focus on breathing properly from your belly hands on your stomach feel it rise and fall um and then before you know it the car will be nice and de-steamed and away you go okay number three um it kind of ties in a little bit with number two, you know, try not to play music if you can, um, you know, like, as in like the radio or anything like that, you know, just um, just be with yourself. We, I think I mentioned it briefly in the IGTV yesterday, but it's, it's basically, you know, people struggle to be on their own in silence. If, you, if I said to you now, go, you can try it, go and lie on the bed or sit in a chair, turn everything off and just be silent don't do anything for five minutes doesn't sound like a long time but trust me after a couple of minutes you're probably going to be itching to um to uh to 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 be distracted because that's what life is that's what your brain does you know it's it, it, it wants it wants to create distractions for you you know 
there's so many things out there that distract us and the amount of time we can focus in for is reducing and reducing reducing you know because we get distracted by notifications coming in we want to pick it up and amount of times we pick it up and down it's over 100 i think a day some people more but um you know again it's these are habit creations so we need to kind of start um working on those loops but just sitting by yourself for a little while is number three um, number four, so while sitting at your desk, you're at work now, try and pay attention to your bodily sensations and consciously try to relax out of any tension. So what I do, some, you know, a lot of times in my talks, um, I've got my next workshop coming up now on the 22nd of February. So, you know, click the link in the old bio for more information on that and tickets, etc. But basically I say, you know, we do a little bit of a grounding and we work on someone seated and just I do a bit of a body scan with them and you can do the same it's very very simple you know close your eyes you don't have to but you can um, then just feel from say top to bottom or vice versa okay how do my feet feel in contact with the ground have any tension in my legs and just work your way up do you know how's my back feeling against the chair am i stiff and my shoulders uh, sore um is my face kind of um you know is my jaw kind of tight in my face is it is it um feeling any tension in in my head just work your way up and just be a bit more conscious be a bit more self-aware of what you're feeling in that moment um rather than focusing on anything else okay so that's number four number five use your breaks to truly relax not just coffee and canteen and and chats maybe go for a short walk some fresh air and that natural silent uh, natural sunlight as i talked about earlier very very important for your wake sleep cycle your circadian rhythm very important to how you're sleeping exposing yourself to as much natural sunlight as you can okay number six decide to stop s-t-o-p for one to three minutes every hour of your work day so this is going back to the principle of oscillation which i mentioned one to three minutes every hour it could be just getting up walking to the water cooler having a little drink of water um it could just be in your chair close your eyes um breathe just one to three minutes every day to stop stop what you're doing stop your task stop your bit of work stop whatever you're doing and have a break there's that switch off okay um number seven at the end of your day i love this one it's actually congratulate yourself on your accomplishments and maybe do a list for the next day so i do this every evening and i call it glad and it's very easy to do g-l-a-d glad so I have my gratitude journal and if you don't have a gratitude journal why not um you have to get one you have to get one um it's just any kind of journal I have it by the bed on the bedside table so it's there it's looking at me so it's it gives me a trigger um I did it this morning um and I um I do it in the morning and the evening so in the evening I do a thing called glad so at the end of the day so what I do I I write one thing um that I'm grateful for so that's the g one thing that I'm grateful for that happened today. The L is for one thing I learned. It could be about other people, it could be about yourself, but you always can learn something every day. The A is accomplished. So what one thing have I accomplished today? And you've always accomplished something. It could be as simple as, <clears throat> you know, um, getting that that extra email replied to. It could be getting that workout in, you know. So one thing you accomplished, and that's important. You congratulate yourself because we don't do that enough. And I keep pushing people like they're always thinking about everybody else, family and everyone else is okay, but not themselves. And they don't appreciate how good they are and what they're doing. So congratulate yourself. 
and the accomplishments you've done. And then the the D part is delight. So I'll write down one thing that gave me uh, delight or um, joy, fun. You know, so that's um, that's important. But definitely, you know, congratulate yourself at the end of the day. So that's point number seven. And number eight, make the work to home transition. Um, you know, to just just to be, um, just to appreciate the drive home, even looking out the window. That's your period of your last little bit of recovery before you get home. So it's kind of like getting a little bit of a recharge. You could be listening to a bit of music that you like. Um, try not the radio because there's a lot of chit chatter and news and, and depressing stuff sometimes. So even just appreciating the sounds outside. So what you what, what that does, it gets you ready for your next full time job, which is your home life. So that's very important as, as well. And that can be neglected if we're working too hard during the day. Number nine, last couple. While driving, notice if you're rushing. You know, you're speeding home. You could have road rage. Oh, get out of my way. What could you do about that? Do you really need to be rushing? Is getting home two minutes faster going to make any difference to you? What you're going to do when you get home? You know, what could you do about it? Just relax, <laughs> relax, slow down. You know, I, you see it all the time in the roads. People are people are up your backside. There, you see people, you know, overtaking when they shouldn't do. And it's like you're putting yourself at risk and others for one. But like, what's what's the rush? Unless you really have an emergency, obviously. Um, but you have more control than you imagine you do. So just relax, enjoy the commute, enjoy, enjoy the surroundings around you. But you know what I mean? Just look out the window and, um, you know, just appreciate what you're doing. But even just generally when we're walking around, we don't appreciate that enough. We're not mindful of, you know, the beauty around us. So just be a bit more aware of that. And last, no means least, number 10 is change out of your work clothes. And this is something I need to do more of. <laughs> Sometimes I have long days and I kind of, you know, trying to have a bit of food or if I'm sat down and then I'll just kind of go to bed then. Whereas if you change out your work clothes when you get home, it's a very it's a smoother transition into the next part of your home life. So you want to try and separate your work life and your home life. Otherwise, it just molds in and then you're into the next day. And yeah, that's definitely one that's just gave me a bit of a trigger there to do that a bit more uh, during the week and just throw on some civvies, get out of the gym gear uh, and, and so on. So. So that's the the last bit there, guys. Um, yeah, I mean it's very important. Your health definitely is your wealth, and I, I've I've realised that in true form actually in regards to financially, but just physically, emotionally. Um, I'm now making you know I had a good rest over Christmas, and you know back uh, now obviously I'm still kind of recovering. I'm not back to be another a couple of months before I'm kind of back back, but. Um, you know, I'm just going to make sure, like I went for a flotation therapy the last day, I'm going to book a massage, I'm going to um, kind of get back into a little bit of yoga, I'm going to start doing some more, um, I'm doing my rehab obviously, and and just, um, you know, I'm reading a lot more, um, I'm just almost finished The Monk, The Soldier's Ferrari by Robin Sharma, that's I keep on banging on about him on my stories, it'll change your life guys, read it if you haven't already. Um, and and so I'm getting through a good few books and and you no know, before I just say so I haven't got time to read but you know I'm making time so that's important you know as I said and um, we said in the Instagram TV um, and Jerry Hussey would say the same um, you know time doesn't time time doesn't change we all have the same amount of time the most successful people in the world who've changed the world have the same amount of hours as we do in the day it's just ha they they choose to manage their day better 
and more productive in the hours that they have. So, you know, we can do the same, you know, we can, you know, life doesn't just happen, you know, you design your um your health and your 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 path as well um so that's important to, to take into consideration that you have the choice guys uh, make a positive choice in your health um if you get anything from this just maybe be a bit mindful of what you're putting into your body okay so if that's cigarettes alcohol you know whatever it is um you know processed food just have a quick think just think before you put it into your mouth stop and just say okay is this going to have any benefit to me um what is this going to do to the, in, the inside of my body is it going to have a is it going to cause um a sugar rush is it going to be a spike of um uh you know of of kind of sugar and then it's going to dump out and i'm going to feel lethargic and crappy um it doesn't mean you can be you know it can't be good all the time you know there's nothing wrong with with having the balance but what i'm saying is just be a bit more mindful of you've got the choice and you know if you're making bad choices or continue to make bad choices, um, you know, there will be um, a reaction down the line. So, you know, look after your health, guys. And, you know, and every day we wake up, you know, just it was a big wake up call for me because I went from fully able to even dressing and washing was 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 a chore. And luckily for me, you know, I, I, I've, I can heal from it. Some people unfortunately can't. Um, so, you know, just be very, you know, I'm a lot more, um, I'm a lot more, you know, wary of that and a lot more appreciative of um what i have so that's all it is guys i'll stop waffling now <laughs> um if you like the podcast i'd really 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 appreciate you subscribing for one um and also maybe leaving a comment or a rating on apple podcast would be great um uh, you could be listening on spotify or soundcloud as well so share it you know put put it up on your instagram story um and i'll um I'll give it a mention as well on my story if you do. And yeah, so I hope I hope you got something from it and any questions or any feedback. And just, yeah, thanks for, for everything. Sorry, it's been a while since the last one, but, you know, I really appreciate all the, all the support and all the feedback I get. So, um, yeah, I should be hopefully getting out one a week. I've got some nice guests as well planned for the new year. So really excited about that. And then just to mention again, I've got my release in a brilliance wellness workshop, which is on uh, in the Kalani Plaza Hotel on Saturday, the 22nd of Je- uh, February, sorry, um, February 22nd. Um, click the link in my bio or onto my Facebook page and you'll see um or give me an email or something i can send you on the link so eventbrite are hosting it doing the tickets and it, you can go through and you can have a look at what the breakdown of the day is so 10 to 3 the workshop is and you get lunch included in the ticket price and teas and coffees and stuff at the beginning of the day so great day great days been over around four or five of them now and some great feedback from them really positive and um yeah so that's enough from me guys i hope you have a fabulous uh week Um, and I will talk to you very, very soon. Okay, guys, take care.